When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Inside Bulldog Football with Skip Holtz. Brought to you by Doghouse Sports Grill, official watch party host of LaTeX Athletics, Louisiana Propane Dealers, fuel for our future, Origin Bank, the official bank of Louisiana Tech Athletics, and by Northern Louisiana Medical Center, the official imaging partner of LaTeX Athletics. Now, live from the Doghouse Sports Grill, this is Inside Bulldog Football with Skip Holtz. Here is your host, Teddy Allen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Doghouse on a cool evening in November. Great to see a great crowd here. Always great to see right a nice now we've Right now, we've got no game November. If you haven't heard, FIU's notified tech that the Panthers won't be able to play this weekend, so the Bulldogs feverishly looking for a team to play. Coach Skip Holtz joins us. Remember when you used to coach the team and we had one and a schedule? Those were the days. Those were the days when we got a chance to play football in November. So what I think that gives us an opportunity to do tonight is talk about UAB game back at Halloween when we had a chance to, to win that game and that crazy game we played. This is four weeks in a row we've had the opportunity to talk about the UAB game, and I think we're all getting ready to start talking about something as, else. As fun so, as it was. As fun as, as fun it was, as, it as was. memorable as it was, as it's, great of a game as it was, we are all looking forward to having the opportunity to talk about something else. But if 10 months ago somebody had said, you won't coach a football game in November, you would have thought something personally had terribly happened to you. Agreed. Uh, what were you, 22 years old last time you hadn't been involved in a football game in the month of November? No, it would have to go back farther than that. Yeah, when you play. I would, I, would have to go, I would have to go quite a ways back before I can mm. find those days. But, you know, it's unfortunate, and I know as much as the fan base hates it, the administration hates it, the coaching staff hates it, I can tell you the hardest thing for me was having to tell the team today uh, after practice. We went out on the field and had an opportunity, had a, had a really spirited practice after having the weekend off. I think they're fresh, they're excited, they're healthy. I think we have one person out in contact tracing right now. Uh, the team is probably as healthy as we've been all year and really anxious to play. But I think, you know, it's been four weeks, and what I'm somebody's resp- somebody's got to take – the tail whooping for all this somebody who whoever it is that we finally get an opportunity to get on the field um I, i'm just excited for when that day comes so because it's certainly been hard but let me tell you it was really hard to tell the team today and very spirited practice and everybody sat there and looked at me with their mouth wide o- wide open like i mean again and here it is groundhog day and this has happened mm-hmm. to us four weeks in a row i don't know if there's another team out there in the country that has gotten up and gotten ready to play each and every week and have the rug pulled out from underneath your feet. So just makes it hard, but you know what? This is adversity, and it's going to make us stronger. And a big part of our plan we talk about all the time is don't flinch. You know, this is just another hurdle, another obstacle. I told the team the story about my mom when she went through stage four throat cancer and a very extensive surgery and a two-year recovery to get her weight back on and get ready to play. And uh, when she went back for her checkup, they told her she had adrenal gland, ovary, liver, and lung cancer. Um, and she looked right at the doctor and didn't flinch. And she said, what do we got to do to beat it? 
I mean, what's next? You know, and I yeah. think that's kind of how we got to handle this. I, I hate it, but there's people that have far bigger crosses to bear right now than us just having to cancel a football game. And so we just got to look at it. We hate it. We don't like it. Control what we can control. And let's get ready to play the next one. We Right now, North Texas is on the clock. We've got about, uh, about a week to get ready to play them. And so we're going to push our efforts towards them as they continue. Eric Wood continues to scurry to find out what we can do to put a game together, if that can be thrown together in the 11th hour. But if not, we're going to play a conference game next Thursday against North Texas. So uh, just ready to play, excited to play, but uh, unfortunate news that we received today. Yep, and it, and it could be worse. UTSA has really been lucky and got to play 10 games. So is Western. A couple of teams have got to play nine. The Bulldogs are one of four teams that get to play seven so far in the conference, and then five of them are in worse shape than that. So if you go to at Cody Russi, our starting center and team captain, you go to you follow him on Twitter. His thing today just says, um, I could cry. I could cry. Yeah, <laughs> and okay. it's just Cody's little football face and his little helmet. Well, and, and it just breaks your heart. Here's a guy that what he's what he's going through right now to play from an injury standpoint is incredible what he goes through just to be able to get out there on the field. And here's a guy that is uh, probably has had every reason to probably opt out to say that I'm going to sit out and take it a you know take a side seat. Uh, and yet he's the guy that's chomping at the bit harder than anybody to go out there and get on the field and play. And it's, it's, it's why he's such a great leader. It's why he's, he's such a competitor. He cares so much about this school, this team. He loves this game. I mean, I, they're just, I can't say enough about Cody Russi, the respect I have for him and the type of football player he is and what a joy he is, what a joy he is to coach and to be around. Yeah, I could cry, and I'm going to text him back after this is over. I could, too, and probably will. Um, but I'm, I, that's who you feel bad for is the players, and especially a guy like Cody who's just got all kind of tape and equipment on him just to get out there. Jenny from Bowser City, along those lines, any word about the chance of playing this weekend? Do you uh, have any kind of feel? Well, no, I mean, really, Jenny, right now we're certainly hoping – uh, that that can happen, and that's one of the advantages to this happening as early as it did in the week with it happening on Monday and not happening on a Thursday or Friday like many of them have. Um, so right now it is, I mean, it, we're trying to close the books on FIU, cancel plane flights, hotels, uh, all those type of things, trying to get everything organized. But I know um, Dr. Wood, our athletic director, uh, is on the phone trying to find some people that maybe have an open date that we can make things work uh, to pull it off this weekend. So uh, it's a great question, Jenny. I'm certainly hoping that it works out, but I think we'll probably know a whole lot more in the next 24 hours on whether or not that's really feasible or not for this weekend. LaTexSports.com. You can follow the Bulldogs on Twitter, and uh, we'll get the word out to you as soon as we know. Stranger things have happened, so in this zany year, maybe that'll be the case. Meantime, come on down to the, the doghouse. The Rams in Tampa Bay will be playing from Tampa here shortly. Rams a four-and-a-half-point um, Overdog. Overdogs. And against Tom Brady and the Bucks. So you learned something from the Holtz family. Haley. Yes. Haley Holtz. I exactly. love the Overdog. Exactly. Let's see. Quinn and Jonesboro, <clears throat> speaking of the NFL, do you have a favorite NFL team that's totally off the sub? Well, it's not totally. It's about football. But Yep. Well, no, I, I really I, – I follow players. I mean, especially when you look at the number of players that we have playing in the NFL right now and you go from the – Vernon Butlers and the Jeff Driscolls and the Trent Taylors and I follow the players more than I than I follow a certain team. I don't root for a team as much as I root for people, people that maybe I have had experiences with or know very well uh, that I'm looking forward to watching have success. And I, I still sit down and watch Patrick Mahomes doing what he's doing in the NFL, mm-hmm. watch what he did last night when he took the team and went right down the field and have vivid memories of him doing the same thing against us when he went right down the field. Um, but, you know, you have an opportunity. When I was at East Carolina, we lost an overtime game where a young guy named Russell Wilson took NC State right down the field in overtime to put it into overtime. And you look at what he's doing doing now. You look at Dak Prescott and us having the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And unfortunate what happened to Joe Burrow yesterday, but uh, having the opportunity to play him down at LSU. And then so many of the guys that have been in our program that are having the opportunity to play in the NFL. So uh, love watching the game. I love watching people compete. But as much as anything, I, I love watching teams. Yeah, after Mahomes won Rookie of the Year, I felt a little better about the two-touchdown loss uh, <laughs> out in Lubbock that year. Cranky Dog, speaking of having a new opportunities, how does the departure of Campbell and Hardy and Henderson affect your team? Um, 
You know, I, I hate it. I mean, I, I hate any time a young man makes that decision. They all three had individual decisions to make. They've all three decided that in this uh, COVID-related era that we're in right now and the uncertainty maybe of some future games, that uh, they're all three going to go to – they're all um, – opting out to declare for the NFL draft. And I, I wish him nothing but the best. I wish him success. But at the same time, I look at it, and I look at a young Dakota White who we think has got a really promising future as a tackle and the opportunities it's going to give him to get on the field. A Michael Goss, who's a, a junior college transfer, who I think is very talented, and it's going to give him an opportunity to get on the field. We have not seen a lot of a guy like Greg Garner and Harlan Dixon, a junior college running back, and Harlan Dixon, the true freshman, who I think is, I think both those guys are very, very talented players and just waiting for their opportunity that are going to get an opportunity to get on the field. And then with Adrian Hardy going out, then Isaiah Graham is going to play a bigger role. Wayne Toussaint's going to play a bigger role. Jawan Johnson, we've talked a lot about him on this show and the transition that he's made to wide receiver, and he's going to have an opportunity to get more balls thrown his way. So uh, I look at it like some people are going to step up, and uh, as a coach, you've got to treat it like um, – just like they were to have an injury and weren't able to play in this in this next game. And you got to worry about the ones that are there and practicing and working to get better and out there that are totally committed and all bought in and uh, what it's about for the Bulldogs. And so right now I'm excited about some of these young guys that are going to get the opportunity to play because of some of the decisions that were made. I hate it. I wish we had them. But at the same point in time, um, I think there's a reason we have 85 scholarships and not 22, right. you know, and somebody else is going to about to step up and I'm anxious to see it. Yeah, good for them. If you've got a question for Coach Holtz, 318-347-5897 is the Inside Bulldog hotline. Later on tonight, we'll talk with Kurt Hester. He's a strength and conditioning coach, of course, the personal trainer to the Inside Bulldog football with Skip Holtz radio show. We'll visit with him directly and ask him about hunting and training his guys. Uh, Bulldogs were supposed to play at FIU Saturday, the Panthers 0-5. They're now actually 0-7, stretching back to last year. They got 16 guys out. For one, how one come, reason or how another. How come the 0-7s cancel against us? The 0 and the first cancel right. for those, those right. are the games you really are looking Marshall, to who's playing. undefeated, of course, they were they were perfectly fine when they came to town. Uh, and oh, it's yeah. just <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I'm not sure who at the league office determines the cross of the divisional opponents. We've had this discussion before, but you'd think they'd mix things up more. This is the fifth conference game we play against East Division FIU. That'll tie with the most. Um, which is West, Western Kentucky. So right. we played those guys ten times, and then we played uh, the rest of them in the East a combined seven times. Yes. That makes no sense. Oh, it makes total sense, I guess, if you're in the league office. Right. But as we sit here with paper and pencil, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Most conferences, you you play – two and then you rotate to you play a home and home and then mm-hmm. you rotate so uh really what it ought to be is every eight years you ought to have an opportunity to play everybody over on the other side but unfortunately it just it it hasn't quite worked out like that i'm sure moving forward uh it will that's how exactly how it will happen right. i'm not sure i'm ready to make a wager <laughs> on that but i'm certainly hoping that it, it, that it's, it's not that hard no. it's, if you sit and we're not smart men necessarily but it's, <laughs> it's really not that hard jim and shudrant uh, testing this week, what will, how will that be affected? Now, I know the players are. I got tested today. So, as did I. I mean, I got tested, and we'll, we will test again. Uh, looks like we'll test again tomorrow uh, just in case something does happen because right now we were on a uh, – with the weekend being off, we, we tested uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday this week for our three tests for an away game, and we don't know what's going to happen yet. So we've got to still – test like we're going to play this weekend so we have three into the protocol so i would hate to say well the games have been canceled and then something could happen and yeah. we didn't t- we didn't get all our tests in so we will test again tomorrow and then we'll test on thursday and uh get ready get we're getting ready to play a game this weekend and that's the approach that we have to take until somebody says it couldn't happen and then like we said it's going to be north texas next thursday um yeah north texas next thursday that'll be on cbs sports network the game's going to be at five o'clock they are two and three overall. They beat Rice 27-17. And Denton there, UTSA this Saturday, the um, Mean Green are, and you need to pull for the Mean Green to beat UTSA to give them another loss. And then um, UAB, yeah, UAB is going to, they need another conference loss for our sake. They, so they play Southern Miss and so Rice. So as much as it hurts you to have. do it, Bulldog fans, you got to pull like crazy for Southern Miss 
uh, at Birmingham. That's actually 11.30 Friday morning. And the thing that's just, as it's going to be really hard, I mean, how are they going to do the college football playoffs? How are they going to, what's going to go into those equations to decide who's going to have the opportunity to play in that? Conference championships, you're going to have teams that have played 10 games and play, teams that have played five games. Uh-huh. Uh, how in the world are those decisions going to be made? But um, I don't know how it's all going to work out right now. I just, I'm ready to get on the field for the Bulldogs. We're ready to play. We've been practicing for a month. We talked about we didn't have any spring practice. We've had spring practice for the last month. Mm-hmm. We're really. Yeah, um, we really have. It has been. Um, it's really, it's been positive. We went out today and had a very spirited practice. And we're just going to look at what's going to happen this weekend. And then we'll build our schedule for how we're going to practice for the rest of the week. And then how we're going to, how we're going to get through Thanksgiving. Um, Larry. Ask this. Larry is in Shreveport, I'm pretty sure. What does the team do while they're off? Do do they work in the weight room or continue to practice? Larry's in West Monroe, by the way. Okay. Well, Larry, thank you for your question. I'm going to let – I'll let Coach Hester talk a little bit about that because I refer everything from a training standpoint to my expert, you know, which is Kurt Hester. And so what days do we need to lift? When do we play uh, and put all that together? And when do we lift upper body, lower body? How many days do we need to work out this week to make sure we keep their bodies fresh and keep them going? Because even during the season, you know, we, we've talked about the structure that you like to get into. And normally what we do, we play a game on Saturday. And believe it or not, we have a, we have a big lift day on, on Sunday. The day after the game is a big lift day. Uh, Coach Hester puts them through a flush workout where we're trying to flush the soreness out of their body. They run about 10 hundreds, get their cardiovascular up uh, for everything, and then we'll come back and we'll work out again uh, during the week, normally on a Thursday. So the traveling squad will work out two days a week, and the non-travel squad will work out on Sunday, and then they get uh, they get a good heavy workout on Wednesday. And then again, they all get together on Friday morning at 6 o'clock and have a, kind of a headbanging music workout there on Friday morning so they can get something out of it and uh, it's been really productive for us and I like I said Kurt Hester does a phenomenal job and I know he'll talk a little bit about that but right now we've got open weight room the weight the players are coming in utilizing the weight room as it's open but we'll reassess that as we find out what's going to happen this weekend and adjust our practice schedule our lifting schedule our testing schedule and everything that goes along that has to change when a game with along with the game yeah it's it's just been a, a flip of a coin every day really crazy we're at the doghouse sports grill 102 North Home Street, come on down for beverage and food specials. We'll be here till seven, and then uh, Monday night football will be on. You can watch the Rams at the Bucks. Hey, w- let me ask you this, then we'll go to break. And when yep. we come back, we're going to talk about a big day for a lot of these guys, oh, and that gosh. was graduation. Yes, this, this last weekend. weekend, which was awesome. We'll get an into opportunity that. to participate in that. After the uh, FIU got beat Saturday, I looked at Coach uh, Butch Davis's you know post game deal. And he said, look, some, we've been out there practicing with 49 guys one time last week. He said, and he literally used the phrase, it's almost like a joke, which you don't, hardly don't see. But it really is when you get down to, when you have to go into the like offensive line room and say, I need one of y'all to raise your hand or somebody follow me to come play defensive line this week just in case. So we've, we've had that happen. We've been over, there. Right. We've been there where we had to go grab Bert Hale, the true freshman, and okay. say, Bert, I pulled him out of the offensive meeting and uh, pulled him out, and he had to go over and line up. And that afternoon of practice, he had his hand on the ground as a nose guard. So, so well, we've, been, we've been there, and I understand how hard it is, and I'm not here to evaluate anybody else's program right. and whether or not they have enough to play. That's for them to do. But uh, I certainly know how hard it can be with not only with testing but with contact tracing, which will take so many guys out of a given room and that's where it gets really hard but right now the shame of it is right now we're as healthy as we've been mm-hmm. all year uh we are as healthy uh, when when our with our covid health with our contact tracing and with our injuries right now uh i think our football team is ready to play and that's why we had such a spirited workout we got a lot of guys out there we're ready to go we just got to find a healthy opponent yeah and um again the panthers had a lot of guys hurt this year uh the sickness level, I don't know. That's what they're saying. But it's another example that the NCAA needs a czar so everybody has the same rules, and hopefully that will happen. Lord, it can't happen fast enough. We'll be right back with more Inside Bulldog Football and Coach Skip Holtz in a moment. You're listening to the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Injured athletes need quality care to get back into the game. And teams in our region understand they can score big points when they choose Willis-Knighton Sports Medicine for their athletes. Only Willis-Knighton offers four nationally recognized hospitals, professional orthopedic and sports medicine centers, sophisticated rehabilitation, and the largest group of orthopedic specialists in the region. Whether you're a high school, college, or pro athlete, WK Sports Medicine has you covered. about living in the moment you know that moment when you open a pepsi and hear the music we're the doers the shakers the tastemakers the ones who dance to their own beat the ones who stay cool when things heat up whether the party is big or small we're the ones who never want it to end Megan Cruz on behalf of the Louisiana propane dealers. I'm sure you know that clean, affordable propane gas is used in houses across our state. It's used in cooking, water heaters, drying clothes, and heating homes. But did you know that if you ever run out of propane, you need a certified dealer to inspect your system for leaks before it's refilled? That's the law. Propane is a safe and exceptional energy source, and we want to keep it that way. Hey, everybody, we're back at the Doghouse Sports Grill with Inside Bulldog Football. Got a real treat for you here. We're joined by Kurt Hester. He is the strength and conditioning coach of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Kurt, welcome. Thank you. We're getting you during the middle of football season. Is it hunting season right now? It sure is. So this is odd to get you out of the woods or off the football field. We appreciate it. Well, you, you were digging at the bottom of the barrel to get me here. <laughs> Have you harvested or yeah. slash murdered anything yep. yet this year? Shot an eight point yesterday. Okay, where did you? Where did that happen? That's uh, unknown because I. You can't tell. Can't tell, because I have no idea who can't. owned the property. Okay, well, <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> Is there a favorite thing you've got? Of, uh, you know, cut of meat to grill or put in the smoker? No, anything dead. Anything dead. And rare. Okay, and rare. Yeah. So road. Like sashimi style, kind of Japanese. Kurt Hester. He's been with the program now eight year. Eight seasons. You can follow him on Twitter at Bekurt, K-U-R-T, Hester. How are your wife and children? Catch us up. Awesome. Okay. Doing great. Uh, have you homeschooled any during the pandemic? Uh, just myself on okay. Zoom. Has that been a disaster? Or have you uh, I, I, I hate battle through it? I'd like to kill whoever invented Zoom. Yep. A lot of us feel that way. <laughs> it is an amazing technology in a way that's helped. I, of course, like everybody else, had not heard of it until that uh, sad mid-March uh, period that we went through. You celebrated a birthday last month, three days before we beat UAB. Yep. We're undefeated on my birthday. Right. My birthday uh, week. Beautiful. Eight, eight seasons. I wish you had a birthday every month. Yeah, me too. What's it like <laughs> for a strength and conditioning coach and a guy who's really rah-rah and loves to, you know, rub elbows with his players to not have a game for this four-story? Possibly, if you're listening, yeah. just tuned in. We're here at the doghouse. Come on down and join us. But, uh, as of right now, there's no game for this weekend. Uh, FIU is cancelectomy because of the virus, and hopefully uh, the Bulldogs can still get an opponent for Saturday. I mean, it's tough. But we, um, you know, as a street coach, part of my job is to kind of keep the team together, you know, through you know day to day. It's a lot of your job. A lot of yeah. my job is keeping them together. Keep them, you know, and the whole thing all year we talked about just moving forward. No matter who mm-hmm. was out, who was sick, who wasn't sick, who opted out, that next guy up, and let's move forward. And that's been their attitude. They've been. Um, you know, pretty well disciplined, uh, for especially the last four weeks, because it can be uh, a kind of a roller coaster mm-hmm. ride uh, emotionally, not knowing if you're going to play, trying to get trying to uh, get focused for a game. And uh, they've done a really an excellent job by trying to prepare every day like there's a game, mm-hmm. and you know, not knowing if you're going to play, it's kind of hard to do. But but uh, when you have that, you know, next guy up and move forward every day, no matter what, um, it's kind of like you know, it's almost like that military. Um, mindset of you know next um, next mission, 
And you've got, you got to be prepared whether the mission comes or not. You have to be prepared for it. We're talking with Kurt Hester, strength and conditioning coach of the Bulldogs. He is one of the best ones we know of. Skip was mentioned a minute ago that he'd let you talk a little bit about this. But with the weeks changing and being so fluid, how that affected you and getting the guys to work out? I mean, if a lot of strength coaches are pretty staunch and kind of their how they train their athletes and, you know, they, what they write on paper, mm -hmm. you know, from week to week, and that's exactly what they're going to do no matter what. And it has to be completely fluid. You have guys who are, you know, 14 days in, I call it COVID prison, you know, yeah. from contact tracing. And, you know, and so you have guys that are in and out of the program. Uh, and, you know, you got, you got to make sure that you can get them back in shape, ready to play again. Uh, you know, no one's talking, everybody's talking about COVID, but no one's talking about CTE. No one's talking about the Achilles injuries, the ACL injuries that you mm -hmm. see that are so prevalent mm -hmm. in the NFL and in college sports right now because, you know, these guys are out of, you know, out of sight, out of mind for, mo for, for the most part, and then you're trying to get them back ready to play in sometimes four and five days mm -hmm. and, you know, you know, staying in constant, constant contact with them, get them to be able to do some of the minimal, minimal stuff that they can do while they're in COVID prison so that they don't completely detrain. When you see a, a tweet like Cody Russey, I could cry. Now, when you see him tomorrow, will there be anything special that you may say to him? Will you go up to him and start laughing and pretending to yeah. cry? Will you start no, hitting yeah. him? What will you do? Because that's real. It, you know, it is real. And, I mean, he's a senior, and yeah. you, you know, you got guys, our guys are super competitive. And so mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't really care who they play. They really don't. Well, and, you know, and they'd rather, you know, if we had to play, you know, an SEC team, they'd, let's go. Let's roll. I'm you sure. Know, a Big 12. They, they love playing up, so it really doesn't matter, you know, who we play, that, you know, they'll be ready for it. Keep your fingers crossed. Root for the Bulldog administration when you say prayers tonight and hope they can get them a game. Saturday at the Joe, who, uh, Kurt Hester, strength and conditioning coach for the Bulldogs here on Inside Bulldog Football. Who is the strongest guy on our team pound for pound? And then who's the strongest guy, period? Strongest guy, period, is probably going to be, it's going to be Cody Rusty or Milton Williams. Okay. Cody's be, a, and they're training partners, so they fight each other every right. day. And those are two. Uh, I know Cody was a, a high school power state champion. State champion powerlifter. And in if Texas. they'd have had it at Crowley, Milton probably was somewhere in there. But anyway, he's really <laughs> filled out he's nicely. A, he's a he's a small little guy. Okay, the strongest guy pound for pound. Pound for pound. Um, and it may be two or three that pop in your no, mind. No, uh, I mean, he's, uh, come to think of it, uh, a guy that you probably would wouldn't. Uh, think about would be Wayne Toussaint because he only weighs, you know, 166 pounds, but mm -hmm. uh, pound for, for a relative uh, weight, he, he's probably one of the stronger guys. Okay. Let me remind you, and he does not look as big as a pencil. No, but he's, you know. He's, he's fun to watch play. He is. He, he can run. Remind you this, that Hoop starts Wednesday night at the Thomas Assembly Center. The Lady Texter is going to be hosting McNeese State. That's at 630. And then that's that'll be Thanksgiving Eve, Kurt. And then uh, the Dunkin' Dogs are going to play Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. That's going to be a 6:30 start. Two five seven three six three one to get your tickets. Two five seven three six three one. UT Arlington again will come to play the Dunkin' Dogs. They played in the Assembly Center seven times. All seven times they bust back to Arlington with a loss. And surprisingly, Friday's just going to be the fourth time in the last 20 years that the Bulldogs have opened. The season at home, first time against a Division One opponent. Y'all know what that feels like because the Bulldogs are always opening on the road, just like Southern Miss this year, always getting a uh, opening league game on the road. Who's a uh, sneaky strong guy on our team besides Wayne? Uh, probably Smoke. He looks like he could he deadlift a lot. I mean, the fun, uh, one of the funniest things, uh, I can't remember who we were playing. And, uh, it was just Smoke here. So oh, we were, playing, so, we were playing Southern Miss. And they, some, you know, inbred redneck at in Hattiesburg. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Didn't really say that, but yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, he looks like a little pot-bellied pig. Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, it, it, it is. Not necessarily on live radio, but yes, it is. No, it is funny. Pre-game meals, th they're loved and cursed by the team. Uh, why, are we, why are we eating the chicken, spaghetti, um, what else we got? Green beans, mashed potatoes, and salad. Yeah. And Parmesan chicken all the time. Because you don't want anything weighted, you know, with a lot of grease, uh, fat that's going to weight your body down. So you, you stick with lean meat, you stick with some carbs and some, you know, some fruits and vegetables so that, you know, you can play fast. If you don't want anything weight, I mean, if you ever ate at a buffet, you kind of just want to go to sleep. Yeah, what's the worst, <laughs> what would be like the worst pregame you could have? Uh, about 20 links of sausage. Okay, that's uh, not good. Dipped in butter. 
uh, with uh, a, a bottle of Crisco. It'd be to, good going to wash down. It, to wash it down mm. with. <laughs> Are they just getting, have we changed, like during break right now, there used to be a buffet on the upper, you know, on the deck. Right. But are we getting paper bags to go or something now? Yes, everything's like, uh, you know, they have, it, have it, they have the buffet set up, but they, they serve it and give you a bag to go. What in the world would you be doing if you weren't a strength and conditioning, uh, and conditioning coach, do you think? Uh, or a professional hunting guide person. What would you do? Uh, bartender. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> perfect sense. Kurt Hester, everybody. He's a strength and conditioning coach for the Bulldogs. Anything else you'd like to say to Bulldog Nation before we cut you loose? Uh, you know, just, just stay t- stay tuned because sooner or later we're going to play. Sooner or later we're going to play. Bulldogs are 4-3, and 3-2 three, three and two in the league, and are going to try to get a, a makeup game done Saturday, we hope, and then next Thursday at Denton playing um, on CBS Sports Network, playing North Texas. Kurt, thank you, man. Thank you, man. It's been a fun eight years. I hope you're here a long time more. You listen to the La Tech Sports Network from Learfield. IMG College will be right back with Skip Holtz. Bulldog fans help the red and blue go green by recycling on Bulldog and Lady Texas game days. In partnership with the city of Ruston, Graphics Packaging International, and Pepsi, Louisiana Tech Athletics is working towards a more sustainable game day. Be on the lookout for the city of Ruston blue recycling bins to dispose all paper, plastic, and aluminum products. While you're watching the game, enjoy a refreshing Pepsi, and then dispose of your bottle and conveniently locate a receptacle throughout the stadium concourse. Ruston residents, for more information and to sign up for curbside recycling, visit rustonrecycles.org today. No matter what challenges life throws your way, Century Next Bank is here for you. Whether it be buying your first home, or welcoming new members of the family, or facing all the financial burdens that come with this journey we call life, Century Next Bank is here for you. For solutions to help you face this brave new world, we are here. Century Next Bank, what's next for you? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. At Rustin Eye and Vision, Dr. Brad Anders is here to meet all of your eye care needs. We do it all from glasses and contacts to diabetic eye exams, glaucoma, redness, or dry eyes. At Rustin Eye and Vision, we prescribe Zeiss eyeglass lenses for the clearest optics and the highest quality of vision. Dr. Anders is happy to see patients of all ages, including infants and children. Call Rustin Eye and Vision today at 318-232-6552 to schedule an appointment. Or just stop on by our office in the new expansion of Rustin Commons on Farmerville Highway, north of I-20 in Rustin. Since 1938, Claiborne Electric Cooperative has been answering the call for much-needed service. Claiborne Electric's board of directors, management team, and employees all live right here in North Louisiana. And we know what our members want and need because we are their neighbors. Our number one goal has always been to help provide a better way of life for our members, and our commitment to that goal is stronger than ever. Claiborne Electric Cooperative, we are your friends and neighbors. This commercial is for men only. Here's a tip to save you time, a tip to save you worry and frustration, a tip on an investment. First, let's save you time during the search for a gift for your best gal. Go straight to National Jewelry. Now, you won't worry and get frustrated and want to get her because whatever you get her from National Jewelry has got that wow factor. And the investment, it's solid. Gold, silver, and diamonds. Kind of simple, wouldn't you say? National Jewelry, your diamond and engagement ring store, Reynolds Drive in Ruston, where nobody says I do like we do. <laughs> That's the secret phone. The what? Remember? I told you my dad's a shelter agent. When that phone rings, he rushes out to save the day. Whether someone's home or car gets damaged, my dad is always there to help. He has the coolest job ever. Hmm. Well, my dad's an astronaut. That's cool, too. I guess. Find your insurance superhero at shelterinsurance.com. See Dennis Cook in Monroe, Jonathan Gregory in Rayville, or Kelly Sampson in Natchitoches. We're back live at the doghouse with live Inside Radio. Bulldog Football. We're on the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield IMG College here at the doghouse as the train goes by the 332, right on time as usual. Bubba from Hattiesburg just uh, texted in to say, it asked if I would give him Kurt Hester's contact information, and I can't do that. Bubba, I'm sorry. I'll call you after the show. Let's talk about some of these graduates. Uh, we had graduation Saturday and Sunday. and uh, I got... forgot to put the filter on Coach Hester before he got right. up here. No, sorry. he was fine. He was beautiful. <laughs> he was be- I love, where did you shoot the deer? I cannot tell you because I do not know who who's landed the, Who owns That's the land? That's perfect. He's the best. Uh, graduation Saturday. 
Josh Moat Sunday graduated with his mother, Candice, and that's a neat story if you go to latexsports.com. Candice uh, met her husband, Michael Moat, at Louisiana Tech. Michael was an offensive lineman. And Candace's brother, Jacob Bradley, was a tight end for Rutte and them, and he introduced them, and it got us into this mess of just a whole bunch of moats being produced, one of them being Joshua. He graduated in counseling, and his mother graduated in spring, did graduate work in English. She's an English teacher at Oak Grove High School, and she's essentially went to school these last couple of years with her, you know, with her son, her oldest son, and so they walked together yep, Sunday, pretty, which pretty was a cool neat story. deal. Yeah, really cool i got to find out what Michael did at Live Church in – Oak Grove because the ceremony was at 12:30. So if he preached, he had to make it quick and snappy and then get out of there. He is a just a wonderful man, and of course, uh, Candace is awesome, and they really have raised a good one in Josh Moat. But a lot of Josh's, um, a lot of Joshua's teammates graduated as well. No, and jo- for Joshua Moat, who's, who's just a junior and still has another year yep. of eligibility for him to already have graduated, and you talk about Josh Moat's a junior and Reeves Blankenship is just a junior. Both of them juniors and. Both of them had the opportunity to walk across the stage. And outside of those two juniors, I think there's 10 other seniors that graduated. When you start talking about spring, summer, and then graduating mm-hmm. this fall that have had the opportunity. We had a stole ceremony the other day, uh, a stole for the student-athletes to wear around their neck to denote that they were student-athletes here at Louisiana Tech. Um, and you look at uh, some of the guys that graduated. Trey Baldwin just had the opportunity to walk, senior linebacker, really neat story, uh, committed to Missouri out of high school, went to junior college, came back. He just he just graduated. Brady Farlow is a senior kicker. Zach Hannibal from right over in Monroe has done a really nice job for us, stepping in as a corner, just graduated. Uh, C.J. Powell, the wide receiver, one of the captains for us, just graduated. Walk You've got – uh, again, who had, who had walked on and then earned a scholarship and then was voted as a captain, and he just walked across the stage and graduated. Isaiah Graham's graduated. Eric Kenzer graduated. Weston Elliott graduated. Cody Russi's already graduated. Adrian Hardy graduated this summer. Uh, just some really, some really neat stories. And when we had the stole ceremony the other day, it's really neat. It's one of the things that I missed the opportunity. These seniors haven't had senior day. Yeah which is that opportunity to more or less graduate, to graduate athletically, to have that last day uh, in the stadium, that last game, and they really haven't had that opportunity because when we put those those 12 players up in front of the team and gave them the opportunity to put the stole around their neck, uh, to stand there, to see the smiles on their face, the sense of accomplishment, knowing the four or five years, many of them being the first ones to graduate in their family and the legacy that they have a chance mm-hmm. to leave for younger brothers and younger sisters. Uh, it's just really, a, it's a neat story to watch, to see all the hard work go in. But the smiles on their face when you put that stole around their neck, the <laughs> sense of accomplishment uh, is priceless. And I wish it's something that we could put on television because to me that is every bit as rewarding as a coach coach to watch the young men have the opportunity to experience that day that they got their degree because many of them when they come here as freshmen they come here they want to play ball they were they they realize they're going to college but that graduation date is so far away about 124 credit hours away mm-hmm. and then to finally accomplish that to walk across that stage is really a neat neat feeling yeah and a kid like receiver cj powell who again walked on and now he's been voted a team captain he tweeted out the other day that he's the first in his family right to get a college degree and and so a lot of these guys are really neat follows if you want to keep up with them. There. And I think we have we have three seniors. Left. We only have three seniors on this roster that have left to graduate. Everybody else, there's 18 seniors yeah. on this roster right now, and 15 of them have their degree in their back pocket right now. Uh, as much as we're waiting to play a game, and that's really important, and we all want to play, it's pretty cool that 15 of them already have their degree in their back pocket, and the three that don't, uh, right now are all plan- are all scheduled to graduate in the winter. So another three months from now, we've got those three left uh, to get that degree. But they're, like I said, many of them, well, two of them are one class away and one of them's two classes away. So having yeah. the opportunity to take a couple classes this winter and then and then have the have the opportunity to gra- for them to graduate that's as well. Pretty beautiful. cool stuff. That's beautiful. That's what it's all about. Yep. That's that's what we talk about. I know it's about wins and losses, and uh, but still, it's about watching these young men have an opportunity to come in here and play. Because eight years ago, we were doing this. 
we were having this television show or this radio show and we were uh, talking about games and there was a different group of seniors and a different group of players on this team and they've moved on. I know Daryl Lewis is here. I mean, yes, Daryl Lewis who played last year. Yep. Beautiful. I mean, has moved on and is a high school coach right now. And uh, to see the success that some of them go on to have even after football was really the rewarding part of this coaching profession. But uh, I still, it's about wins and losses and getting tied up into building a program and doing it the right way. But I couldn't be more proud of what is being, what is happening off the field right now. And just a a shout out to Sarah Noss, our academic advisor, who's going to be departing, uh, who's going to be leaving right now to go work on her doctorate. Um, But really proud of what she's brought to the table, what she's done with these young men and the job that she's done and helping steer them and guide them in the direction to make sure that they completed and got a degree. Hey, Daryl Lewis, Daryl, can you wave at us so everybody can see on radio? How about a hand for Daryl Lewis? He was a wonderful player for the Bulldogs, another guy who showed up and got nobody knew how to spell his name. He said the first three years he was here, then he started starting. Now they know it's D-A-R-Y-L. Uh, a, a smile that lights up the room for sure. Okay, Grant from Leesville says um, has the change in practice or no games allowed Aaron – and Luke, more time to get comfortable with their receivers. So that may be a silver lining. And the silver not- lining is we, we talked. We, we had the opportunity to play seven games. And then as you look backwards, really, we've had an opportunity to have a spring practice in the middle of the season. I mean, so we've had an opportunity for four weeks now. Now, I wish we would have known we weren't playing and they would have been practices geared to really help these young men grow and develop fundamentally and not trying to put a game plan in place in order to play a football game. But nonetheless, they've they've gotten some invaluable reps. I thought today uh, we got what would we have? We had 36 scrimmage reps against each other without tackling, but those are invaluable experiences right now for our quarterbacks and for our coaches to have the opportunity to watch film and to see where we talked about Dakota White and Michael Goss, and we yep. talked about some of these guys that are going to have to step up, Harlan Dixon, Greg Garner. They get, they get an opportunity to get scrimmage reps, and those you can't get those sitting in a classroom. You can't get those watching film. Uh, you can't get those on PlayStation. you got to go out there, and it's got to be going – uh, full speed and coming at you, and these are invaluable experiences to help the game slow down for some of these young players. So, yeah, Grant, I'm really hopeful that some of the work that we've had is definitely going to make this football team even more comfortable when we have the opportunity to actually get on the grass and play a game again. Hopefully that'll be Saturday. Bulldogs working feverishly to try to get a game scheduled, uh, and then they'll hopefully play next Thursday, December 35, on CBS Sports Network against North Texas State. Hey, North Texas. Yes, you don't call them state anymore. No. No, they don't even want you to do that. North Texas. When the Bulldogs are on the road, which they will be that day, the Doghouse Sports Grill is your away game watch party. So come on down, eat a salad, get some quesadillas, and the best burgers in town. Brian from Shreveport, I bet he would like the Doghouse if he came over and ate. He wondered if you gave the team the weekend off. I know that the D-line was off because I was getting coffee and gas at Miss Jan Chevron on the hill. And Milt Williams said goodbye to me, and then Stephen Shaw walks out, and he's heading home. And so I said, well, I, I hope the whole team's not practicing. It's just not these two guys going home. They seem very eager to just hit glad, the road. Glad they didn't opt out. Right. I mean, glad, yes. Glad, glad they were both they smiling as big and happy as they could be. You know, I'm sure they wanted to be playing Saturday. but well, they, do, they, they, do, they do want to play. I mean, it's, it's football, and they want to play. But when the game got canceled and where it was and not having anything on Saturday and, on, uh, Saturday and Sunday, we had a – uh, we had a team lift on Friday, Friday morning at 7, 8, 9 a.m. Coach Hester got them and got them in the weight room and got an opportunity to get their legs back underneath them and get their, their little body pump uh, in there. And, we, and then we gave them off and gave them an opportunity because at the time we knew that that was going to be off, but we didn't know, uh, we didn't think they'd have the opportunity to go home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And they still may not, uh, but we thought we'd be in uh, Miami for Thanksgiving yeah. and so gave them the opportunity to go home Friday afternoon, be home Saturday, Sunday, and we came back and got everything started today with a little COVID test this morning and then a little lunch and meetings and had a really spirited practice this afternoon uh, before we got the word that we were not going to be able to play the game. So uh, many of them did go home. Many of them had the opportunity. Not everybody did, but many of them had the opportunity to do that. And I think it was a good break and uh, came back, hit the reset button on Monday, ready to 
go um, today, uh, ready to go, and unfortunately it didn't work out that way, and we may have to hit the reset button again on Tuesday when we find out what the schedule is going to be this weekend, and if not, we'll hit the reset button for North Texas for the following Thursday yep. on December, what is that, December 3rd? Third. December, playing December 3rd against North Texas over there. In Apache Stadium. 5 o'clock, and you can uh, catch it on the radio start at 3.30, or you can see it on CBS Sports Network. Bulldogs are 4-3 and three overall, 3-2 three and two in the league. They can finish 5-3 and three overall, 4-2 and two in the league uh, if they don't play Saturday. Hopefully they'll be finishing 6-3, and three, and then, of course, there could possibly be a game on December 12th. That's being uh, – folks are working on getting the Bulldogs a game then as well. We're at the doghouse. We're going to be back with a final segment with Skip Holtz. Come on down and enjoy it some Monday night football and some beverage and, and uh, food specials. See you in just a minute after these messages from friends. You're listening to the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Graphic Packaging International is one of the world's largest manufacturers of folding cartons and a proud sponsor of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. We're committed to supporting Louisiana Tech students on the field, in the classroom, and in the workforce. Our relationship with Northwest Louisiana began 95 years ago, and since then our company has grown to over 17,000 employees working in 70 locations across the globe, helping our customers meet changing consumer demands. Be a part of the next 95 years. Visit us at careers.graphicpkg.com. Go dogs! The Hampton Inn by Hilton of Ruston is a proud hotel partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and the recipient of the Louisiana Travel and Promotion Association Accommodations of the Year. We are just minutes from Louisiana Tech campus and stadiums and take great pride in providing our guests exceptional service while they're in town visiting our beautiful community. With our spacious guest rooms, free internet, complimentary breakfast, and friendly staff, our guests are sure to experience true Southern hospitality. Come visit the Hampton Inn by Hilton of Ruston. We will ever loyal be. Hard work, experience, and dedication. Traits needed for success in both sports teams and medical teams. At Louisiana Pain Care, we are dedicated to treating your pain. Doctors Ledbetter, Gordon, Fort, and Ellis work hard to ensure they get you back to your life, whether it's playing a sport, playing with grandchildren, or just waking up without pain. Louisiana Pain Care wants you to live a life without limits. Ask your doctor today if Louisiana Pain Care is right for you and check us out at LAPainCare.com. That's LAPainCare.com. Ever put your watch on at 7 in the morning only to notice it reads 2.35? Or that sinking feeling when you click your vehicle remote and the doors don't open? You need to see Paul at National Jewelry. Watch batteries, vehicle remote batteries, install quickly. Paul can also fix that link in your watch band and all other jewelry repair, and they do it in-house. Guys, please don't forget your anniversary this month. National Jewelry has a special surprise. National Jewelry, your diamond and engagement and battery store. Reynolds Drive, Ruston. Back at the Doghouse Sports Grill with Coach Live Skip Holt. Got all kind of Bulldogs in here tonight. Um, yep. Thank the Doghouse. The Doghouse is also going to be hosting the basketball shows with uh, Brooke Store and Eric Conkle. And also Lane Burroughs will be here on Monday nights at 6. He'll be talking about baseball throughout the spring. Hopefully they can open up their season in their new facility, which I got a kind of a close-up look at today. And it makes you kind of eyes water up that your university was able to step up and get that done. It's a beautiful place, and the architecture across the street at the soccer softball complex is even, some would say, more magnificent. But what facilities those are going to be. Uh, Bubba from Hattiesburg again texted me, I want to go hunting with Hester. He's got the huntings, and the, this guy won't let up. Let's go to Jane from El Dorado. I remember you saying last year something last year about a foldover you like at Thanksgiving, but I can't remember what you put in it and i think that's toast and um cranberry sauce i think cranberry turkey mayonnaise on toast it's got to be got to be toast yeah oh so you don't fold it over you just eat it you can but you oh. just eat it straight like a piece of toast or it's been two pieces of bread it's a oh, sandwich it's a sandwich, it's a, sandwich. God, it's a, sa it's a sandwich but right now my wife won't let me eat carbs because she's on me about my weight so she's trying to make sure that i i can lose weight so she won't let me so i i think maybe what i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to do the turkey with the cranberry uh i don't know just put mayonnaise on the cream on the uh turkey i guess i don't know but haven't had one of those and i didn't have one last year and i don't know if she'll let me have one maybe she'll let me divulge you, you look you look I'm hopeful i get to make decisions at the office but i don't get to make any at home I don't you feel better you, you feel better you've lost some weight if you didn't want want to have so you look 
very lean and like it's all in how you feel and you act like you feel good at least most of the times i've seen you this uh, fall has been trying for us all yes let's talk about you i didn't know this but now guys who can only play four games as freshmen now the ncaa as usual since they don't have a leader says okay well now everybody can play as many as they want this year didn't count this year doesn't count you play as many games as you want that doesn't count for the seniors the seniors can come back again next Mm -hmm. year the juniors get uh this year doesn't count the juniors are still juniors i mean it's the freshmen are are they could play you look at tyler grubbs who has played pretty much every snap uh, so far this point to this point, and I believe the leading tacklers in the conference right now, Trey Baldwin and Tyler Grubbs, are one and two uh, as leading tacklers in our and conference that's average right now. Per ga- average right. per game at ten point seven because some have played more games mm-hmm. than they have, but averaging I think ten point seven tackles per game, but. Their year is going to count the exact same as a young man like Trey Harris, who I think is going to be a bright, bright future star here as a wide receiver. Uh, he's played a lot. He's played on some special teams. Maybe people don't know his name, haven't heard him. And then you've got some other guys, a Kershawn Fisher that has played very little so far this year. A, um, a guy like Christian Archangel, who is a redshirt freshman right now, but again, this year won't count. So really, whatever team you have this year, you have an opportunity to have the same team next year. Now, obviously, some of the seniors are going to opt out and go to the NFL and some things like that are going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with the transfer rule that's going to be decided upon in um, in January and what's going to happen with that. So I think that's going to take on a whole new aspect to college football and what's going on with some of these young men and having the opportunity to transfer. But right now there's just a, there's a lot of really young players. Ben Bell, I think, has a bright, bright mm-hmm. future. Really excited about him. We've seen his brother Levi play quite a bit, but I think Ben Bell is a, an, an active energy uh, defensive end who's really going to be a, a good football player. I know some guys like Michael Clark and some of those guys have have, have played, but uh, I'm really excited about this football team, and that's why I want to get on the field as much as I can with them because every opportunity they get to play is going to be an opportunity or an investment into the future. And so uh, I think a lot of those young guys, the old rule was you could play four games and still redshirt. The rule this year is you can play as much as you want, and every freshman is redshirted. So it's definitely going to make everybody adjust their roster management a little bit as everybody's trying to get ready for the future. It's adding some some curveballs. I think recruiting is going to have a completely different look. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, they just made it dead until April 15th, uh, which is – incredible that we're going to go through an incredible total recruiting process and the young men aren't allowed to visit us and we're not allowed to visit them uh but as of right now i think in december mid-december they're still going to have signing date where these young men can sign national letters to go attend colleges and so uh it's just there's an awful lot i know like i said this is some of the things that we're dealing with in college athletics but whether you're a postman, whether you work at a bank, whether uh, regardless of what you do, there's there's new rules that are in place right now for how we're all having to deal with COVID and some of the problems that we have. And so we're all trying to figure it out. We're all trying to adjust to it. You, you can't pull out the manual and say, you know what, this same thing happened in 1990 and this is how people handled it. Uh, right now we're kind of we're writing the pages as we go in the book for the future and we're certainly hoping that uh, something's going something's gonna to break as we move forward that's going to get us a little bit more back to normal. Yeah, it, it is. It, everybody, the reason I mentioned FIU a minute ago is everybody's in the same boat. You just don't know. You've got to give every team a pass maybe not every coach player broadcaster writer you're supposed to be pulling your weight but you don't know when a team has canceled the reason for that it could have just been one slip up or it could have been a lot it's uh but everybody's dealing with something catching up on some other sports real quick don't forget hoop starts wednesday night at 6 30 the lady texas are going to play mcneese state that's on thanksgiving eve and then the duncan dogs are going to open friday the day after thanksgiving they'll be playing uta both of those games start at 6 30 318-257-3631. Also, uh, the number nine-ranked Louisiana Tech bowling team, they finished second in a big tournament. And senior Caitlin Elder is an All-American. She was named the 2020 Track Cat Clash MVP. They finished second down at Sam Houston State. Now they'll take two months off. And finally, uh, Lane Burroughs, the head coach of the Bulldogs, they're going to have a couple of three or four more workouts. And then December the 9th, which is next Wednesday night out at Ruston High. They're going to play their 
Red Bulls versus Blue Dogs inter-squad World Series, one game, winner-take-all deal. They usually play three, but they're going to play one, and then the winner gets a steak dinner with all the trimmings. The loser serves the winners, and they get a hot dog with no condiments or anything and a bun. When will that game be? That'll be a Wednesday, December the 9th. Okay. And so. Maybe we'll play the winner. Can, maybe we'll play the winner. It's going to be a, it's going to, on the 12th. I'm, I'm looking for anybody. anybody. I'm looking for anybody right any now. Maybe, athletic, we'll play the, maybe we'll play the winner. Any athletic team. When you go to bed tonight, what is your thought for what the team's going to do tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, we're, we're, right now, unless something changes, I get a phone call. The, the only thing I know how to do right now is say, what what is on our schedule? Right now, North Texas is on our schedule. When the staff goes in in the morning, we'll jump into North Texas. We'll pull out the Rice game. Uh, we started breaking them down from when we were going to play them a couple weeks ago. So we will add the Rice game to that breakdown and start putting together and formulating and finalizing that game plan. And then we'll go out and practice it on, on um Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we'll kind of evaluate where we are from there. If at 12 o'clock we get a, I get a phone call that we're able to play somebody else, we'll close that North Texas file, we'll put it off on the side, and we'll pull out the film and start watching our future opponent and, uh, and getting ready for them. I mean, so right now my, my thought is Tuesday, Wednesday is going to look like a padded practice where we're going to go out and we're going to get ready for North Texas and get the work done that we need to. I'll probably give these young men an opportunity to go home for Thanksgiving if we don't have a game this weekend to give them a chance to be with their families and then we'll come back and go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, as our prep week for North Texas along with Tuesday and Wednesday. So uh, if not, I mean, like I said, I'm just, I'm hopeful that we get a phone call and we put that North Texas folder into the file and we have the opportunity to play. But if we don't, we're going to make the most of our time. We're not going to sit around on our hands and wait for it to come to us. We're going to make the most of the time we're given. And why Skip said they'll put out the Rice game is North Texas beat Rice this weekend, 27 to 17. So they'll be evaluating that. The first thing you do when you get up in the morning, I can just imagine you'll grab your phone and you kind of ease the text messages open just to see. What may have some somebody what, may have sent you early that morning or what, late? What, what is it? What does it look like? Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I mean, right now, I, I pretty much see them when they come. I think I sleep with one eye open right so. now, just looking and wait for my phone to ding so I can reach over and find yeah. out what it is, no matter what yeah. time of day it is, because you just don't know. And I'm hopeful. I'm certainly hopeful that it'll work out. I know a, a lot of logistics have to go into it. It's more than just. We say let's play. I mean, we've got to get do some work football-wise, but the administrations have to do some work. The DFOs have to do some work. Can we make travel work? Can we make all this work out? Where are we going to play? Can we get the uh, the medical teams there to make sure it's done? Have you followed protocol to be able to play this week? Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of variables that go into it, and any one of them could take could turn it off and say, you know what, it's just not worthwhile. And I think it might be hard with this being Thanksgiving weekend, but hopefully mm-hmm. somebody's as desperate for a game as we are. Well, Cody Russie, buddy, number 65, if you're out there listening, desperately the guys are trying to get you a game for you and your guys on Saturday. We're going to be back and wrap this up from the doghouse. You're listening to Inside Bulldog Football and Coach Skip Holtz, and you're listening on the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. See you in a sec. The moment they hand you the keys or when your house becomes a home, when your dreams become a reality, these are moments you cherish. At Century Next Bank, by asking the right questions and working with you, we earn your business. We want to know your family and understand your story. Those aren't just words. It's the way we do business. Building financial success one moment at a time. Century Next Bank. What's next for you? Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Since 1938, Claiborne Electric Cooperative has been answering the call for much-needed service. Claiborne Electric's board of directors, management team, and employees all live right here in North Louisiana. And we know what our members want and need because we are their neighbors. Our number one goal has always been to help provide a better way of life for our members, and our commitment to that goal is stronger than ever. Claiborne Electric Cooperative, we are your friends and neighbors. Got an anniversary coming up? How about a special birthday? Getting ready to propose? Or have you gotten yourself in one of those spots that only a diamond could say, I'm sorry for what happened? Well, for any special occasion that only diamonds will work for, visit National Jewelry for any budget for any occasion. National Jewelry features the top names in jewelry. Gabriel, Simon G, Coast Diamonds, Natalie K. When you need some sparkle and shine and smile, see National Jewelry. Reynolds Drive, Ruston. 
Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Chase Patterson, physical therapist at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. As a Ruston native and a graduate of Louisiana Tech, it has been my pleasure helping the people of Ruston and its surrounding communities get back to optimal health. Whether you're an athlete, weekend warrior, or just trying to enjoy a pain-free retirement, come see us at LOTS and we'll help you achieve your goals. Give us a call at 255-9601 or find us on Facebook or Instagram to set up your first appointment. LOTS, your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation, official partner of LaTeX Athletics. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer hip. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch, Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> That's the secret phone. The what? Remember? I told you my dad's a shelter agent. When that phone rings, he rushes out to save the day. Whether someone's home or car gets damaged, my dad is always there to help. He has the coolest job ever. <laughs> well, my dad's an astronaut. That's cool, too. I guess. Find your insurance superhero at shelterinsurance.com. See Dennis Cook in Monroe, Jonathan Gregory in Rayville, or Kelly Sampson in Natchitoches. We are back live at the Doghouse. radio. To wrap up another show without a real game to talk about. But we pulled it off. We could talk about UAB. We could talk about about the UAB UAB game. We did talk about some wonderful Bulldogs, old and young, who hopefully will have a game Saturday. If not, they're scheduled to play December 3rd in Denton, Texas against North Texas. Yes. So thanks to the usual suspects who have gotten us on the air tonight. No Skip, doubt. you got a word to say to the I, I do want to thank Kurt Hester for coming out and joining us, sharing uh, his hunting stories. And uh, I know we made a friend in Bubba <laughs> over there in Hattiesburg tonight. So we certainly appreciate Kurt not only being here tonight, but the job that he does. Uh, got to thank. Congrats to all the graduates from last weekend. Really excited for you all. I know just... We talked about the 12 guys that graduated as football players, but there were many more that had the opportunity to walk across yeah, that stage. Pretty awesome. Um, uh, and I am ready for this show to be about